0: man y'all know what time it is let's get this started
1: i'm sorry your time has come no god is present today they need to be afraid You need to be afraid today because the God of justice is present now. That's why he said, vengeance is mine. The battle is not yours. The battle is the Lord's and God has come. The battle is on and the plagues are coming down. no, I'm not afraid, but you need to be. And especially when you see what's coming up. Because as a man soweth, the same shall he also reap. And when you have done the evil that you've done to us and done it to others, did you never think that there would come a day when you would have to pay for all that crap that you have done? Thomas Jefferson said it right, brother. He said, I tremble for my country when I reflect that God is just and that his justice cannot sleep forever. Well, his justice has awakened and all over the world the nations are turning right before our eyes and that's why trump is saying we gotta make america great when again because she's not great today people are not afraid the world has taken enough of america's evil so death is sweeter The some and continuing to live under white supremacy and under tyranny. So no, I don't care nothing about them investigating me or arresting me or even killing me. But I tell you what, I tell you what, I give you a little warning. You killed your last man when you killed Dr. King. You will not get that chance to do that to me and if it pleases god that you do kill me right after you kill me all of you gonna die because i'm not here by myself i'm not here of myself you can see that god must be back in me otherwise where would i get the strength to say and do what i do no man it's our time now now god has sent me to make you all feel the wrath and coming
2: i'm here to heat up and beat the street up i'm back to punish What's with a mouth screaming louder than trumpets When you bow to the puppets I'ma stand and stick around for the judgment Use the world stage with the God crown And put it down for the public The earth is pain with a lost town of demonic indulgence These devil consultants While I squeeze wine and remind you the culprits Kind of impulsive to expose them through rhymes that I publish It's kind of disruptive when I talk now Line up the subjects, I'm tired of injustice From the post-politicians and judges When you witness the abuse of power Sometimes it's seductive Then I question God, why create a creature that is so destructive Hold all your grudges and focus while You create expenses, every man is free of choice, but no man is Hold your suggestions And listen closely I study lessons Causing rain, hail, snow And earthquake And travel dimensions The ground will rattle The earth will rumble Like a stampede of cattle 1120 feet per second the sound travel How many more protests How many more marches Zero results are so grotesque Don't even get me started To calm on my mama She knows best Fight for the daily departed God is the armor We so blessed and Assuming on the target From a certificate Of merit down to a felony For one's actions And deeds Justice is a reward penalty your pants too tight it's been part of the plan, fool. F- it's the
0: the ball. The- hey, yo, Buster Rhymes in the house. Man, Buster is killing it. That's from the new Buster, man. Uh, y'all need to go check it out. If it's not already in your rotation, Buster spitting those facts, man. Uh, this particular track is featuring the um honorable minister Louis Farrakhan. Um uh, man, how y'all doing, man? It's the first Sunday. Of uh, Black History Month Y'all know what it is We got to... Man, we got to turn up, man I don't know about you, but I'm excited You know that we're black 365 to 366 days out of the year But it's still a good time to turn up and let our history ring out through the globe You know what I'm saying? Let the whole world know uh, what we've been through, where we've come from, and where we are going This is a good season to let our children know that it is awesome to be black To let them know what it means to be black To remind them that black is, in fact, beautiful And so I'd love to take advantage um, of this month, of this opportunity. So I found out that Floyd Mayweather is interested in fighting his former friend 50 Cent in the Expedition match. Now, I, I would pay good money to see that. I would pay good money to see Floyd Mayweather and 50 Cent in the ring I don't know who would win I mean I think 50 would take Floyd Mayweather like Floyd Mayweather got defense he can kind of run and he can like you know skedaddle uh, but I think 50 could knock him out now that's just me am I gonna put any money on it absolutely not um <laughs> but it is something that I would uh pay to see I would I would be very interested in that and so hopefully that actually happens uh on another note Frost Proof Florida unanimously votes to make the first week of February Donald Trump week. Florida, what is wrong with you? In February, you're going to try to make to to create a Donald Trump week in February. In black history month yeah 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 <laughs> listen i know i got some listeners from florida please tell me what is for what what are y'all doing why would y'all even suggest such a thing i've never met a, pre- a presidential candidate that had such a following like we love barack obama um I don't, I don't know if we're going to try to make a Barack Obama week, at least not now. Um, but if we did, that would make some sense since Barack Obama was the first black president um, of the United States, at least the first official black president of the United States. Uh, who is Donald Trump that he needs his own week? Like, what are y'all doing? What are y'all doing? I need Florida to to, to stand down. <laughs> Step back, Florida. This is it's, That's not okay. Um, Trump Master Flex talked about why he went public with his light bulb. I went... Public with it just because
2: I thought everyone did. Now I can't say I seen, but I can say you know I did. Uh, and to my knowledge, like Drake and Kanye and LL and, and and people like that, that that's what they were doing. When I when when I called and uh, I got in touch with the guy who who did it for me, I was recommended because current. Current football players and current boxers go to him.
0: Football players going to get a... Now, that's kind of crazy to me because all this time I thought football players and boxers were working out. And I'm over here sweating, going to the gym, trying to get this fine body. And all I got to do is get some liposuction. Like, who knew? Who knew that was the thing? I Honestly, I'll be, be honest. I didn't know this was something that men was doing. Like, I didn't know men uh, was getting liposuction. I thought, you know, men was hitting the gym for the most part. I mean, he named Drake, uh, Kanye. Kanye ain't getting no lipo. Come on, guys. Um, well, I haven't seen Kanye West in, in, in a long time, but uh, last time I seen Kanye, I, he, he ain't get no lipo. Uh, so, you know, but anyway, I didn't know that that was something that brothers was doing. I mean, are there any brothers out there who would like to call in on the show? Let me know. Hit me up. Um, you know, you, you can hit me up in the DM for professional reasons only. And let me know if you had gotten some lipo. I, just, I would love to interview you about what that process is like what motivated you what motivated you to do that uh did you did, did you feel you know sexier afterwards <laughs> like i and i'm not trying to shame i'm really not i'm not i'm not looking to shame nobody because i believe people need to live how they live and and rock out how they rock out i just thought it was interesting that Font Matter flex went for lipo because he heard or he knew that other people I mean L.O. Cool getting lipo L.O. Uh, you might need to explain Yourself there buddy um, And speaking of shaming I heard that y'all Was trying to shame um, uh, Chloe for her dance routine You know She's 22 years old You know She's young She's beautiful She's trying to get in tune With, with, with her sexuality and, and her sensuality And y'all here Trying to shame her Because she decided to dance um, And feel herself Just for a little bit Like why, why are we doing this? Why are we trying to Step on the confidence Of, of our young queens? Listen Listen, this needs to stop I need to stop doing it Let our queens do whatever it is that they have to do To feel sexy, to feel loved, to feel beautiful That is their birthright To feel the ha, sexy and love to feel beautiful because they are and they should feel like what they are And i'm gonna need all y'all haters to stop hating um because you don't look as good as her You can't move as good as her or or because you're so insecure that your girl has to be approved Because you're you're scared that if she's too sexy a, a man that's more better than you a man that's more alpha than you Is gonna take your girl and so you try to minimize the beauty of your woman this needs to stop It's gonna stop today I'm gonna say proud listen, I got me a beautiful queen and boo, whatever you need to do to feel sexy, you are free to do it. I'm not policing my wife. And I don't think y'all should need and you definitely shouldn't be policing those strangers. Y'all don't know Chloe like that. Stop it. Y'all out here putting hateful words. Y'all made the girl cry, y'all. She's 22 years old. Let her live her life. I know what I was thinking about when I was 22. Couldn't nobody tell me nothing. Y'all could give her counsel. Y'all could give her guidance. But don't don't step on her confidence. Don't try to shame her for doing what is natural. Anyway, we are wrapping up the conversation. Finally, we've been going through this conversation. Uh, this is our fourth episode now of the same conversation. But it was a really beautiful and necessary conversation. Here are the final thoughts of our talk. And let me also say this. Um, as as a man who interact with a lot of men, I think that's when, when when we're calling men to rise up to that higher standard, right, where it is now a choice to be a better man, to uh-huh. not just you know wing it, not to be irresponsible, but to actually be a better man, to rise up and be the father of your children, uh, to rise up and 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 be the husband to your wives, you know what I mean, a good uh-huh. one, uh-huh. and and you know qualifying that X Y Z, um, and we said it earlier, but to bring it to this context, when the when the man's emotions are kind of minimized or dismissed. He wants to act like he's macho, he wants to act like it doesn't affect him. But it it does influence the decisions that he's going to make. And so when we have these type of conversations and we start off with a strong, you know, your voice don't matter, your whatever doesn't matter, what that does to men in society and and I'm saying it not as a right or wrong. I'm saying it as a matter of fact. What that does to men in society is like, well, you know, F it. My voice don't matter. Yeah. You know, I'ma just go do me, cause these girls are gonna mm-hmm. do whatever they want to do anyway, da da da. And it's it's to me, it's kind of the wrong messaging if we're trying to help raise and, and I'm saying this because the 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 deadbeats that are out there and you know, it's just me, right? The deadbeats that are out there are broken men. Yeah. And when you start dealing with that brokenness nobody wakes up and says I want to be a deadbeat and sometimes we don't consider the messaging of your voice don't matter how it recycle some of the traumas that they've mm-hmm. been through and so without that consideration not saying they're right I will always be the man to be like bro you still gotta rise up and I'm telling you because I'm a safe space for men they will they will cry they will mm-hmm. say bro they don't care bro like they mm-hmm. and they're so adamant about women not caring and here I come and say no bro they do care they do care and then they see you're right though your voice don't matter <laughs> you know and it's yeah. like oh y'all, y'all make it this hard <laughs> for me you know but what I I'm think we'll have to keep
3: that in context though because i think because i get that i do but i feel like so this is where i was talking about privilege because this is something that i've had to check within myself um and i think that there are a lot of people particularly people who are marginalized in some areas who don't necessarily take the um the time and put forth the effort to really consider the ways in which they could be privileged themselves and the ways in which their privilege their their i guess failure to recognize their privilege Mm -hmm. marginalizes others and i think people who are in positions of privilege it doesn't mean that you are that you don't get injured yourself Mm -hmm. but i think that if you're If you, if in a scenario, you are the one that's in the position of privilege, I think that you have to keep your injuries in context. And I think that there, you have to exhibit a level of graciousness for the person on the other side who is contending with more, they're contending with more trauma. They're contending with, you know, just a lot and being on the other side of the equation and, and, and just recognizing how that can color the way that they communicate and you don't have to agree with how something is being communicated to be empathetic to the reasons and the reasons why it may not be communicated as effectively for Kant, like and so before i get into the men and women i'll talk a little bit about colorism so for me that was a really hard thing to like wrap my mind around because one because my experience as a light-skinned woman as a light-skinned black woman is not um the norm like how my life has played out was not the norm. And so it was very difficult for me to conceptualize, you know, a world where light skin women are like put on pedestals and, you know, everybody thinks that they're the prettiest things in the world and everybody wants them. And, you know, they get everything handed to them. Like, I'm like, I don't know what the heck you're talking about. Like that <laughs> is not my life. And so don't talk to me about that. Cause that's not been my experience. Um, so just like wrapping my head around that was hard. Um, and then the way that people would talk to me about it would drive me up a wall because it's like, I barely know you. And whatever light skinned woman or said to you or whatever man told you you were pretty for a dark skinned woman or whatever, I don't got to do with none of that. So don't come at me with, you know, whatever, because I I don't even know you I haven't done it and so why do like why do I have to be your punching bag in this but what I had to come to terms with was one you know there's I have privilege and you got to come to terms with that and wrap your head around it and you know embrace it and the other side of that is because I have privilege I have to be because because I have privilege I have not been damaged By this issue in the same way That darker skinned black Men and black women have been damaged By this issue and so I Cannot be dismissive Of what they're saying Just because I may not like the way In which they're saying it. because It's the trauma associated With the issue that's The reason why we're having this conversation in the First place and that is The perspective that they're coming from and the reality Is that I just can't relate Mm -hmm. And so I'm not positioned in this conversation to tell them how they should or should not be communicating. I can definitely, you know, say like, I don't think it's wrong to say like, here, this may be a better way to communicate to people who look like me if you're trying to get me to behave a certain way, just like you did. I think that there's a way for women to communicate about this issue, you know, to men that doesn't result in men doing the exact opposite Of what we want them to do, which is to show up If telling them like your feelings don't matter is gonna, you know, push them away Then it may not be like that's probably not the most effective way to, to communicate and I don't think it's wrong to say that But at the same time, I think men need to keep the issue into perspective The reason why women are so adamant About bodily autonomy in general Is because not only have we historically not had it In so many areas beyond just, you know, reproductive rights, but like marital rape. Mm. You like you you couldn't get raped by your husband. You couldn't tell your husband. No, like stuff like that has existed for, you know, how long? And not only that, we're still under attack to this day. Like reproductive rights are not a guaranteed thing. Mm -hmm. We have a conservative Supreme Court. And the whole point of appointing that is to overturn Roe versus Wade to be able to, or if nothing else, to be able to institute rules that take our power to make decisions about our reproductive health for ourselves out of our hands. Mm-hmm. And to put that, put, you know, at least parts of those decisions of that decision-making process into the hands of somebody else. And so when we're talking about it, I think it's less, you know, just men don't matter, but it's like, I'm sick and tired of people trying to tell me what I can and cannot do with my body. And here's one more conversation, <laughs> you know, asking me what rights somebody else has to a conversation about what I do with me. Absolutely. And not only are we having, not only is, is it frustrating that it's a conversation that I still have to continue to have in 2020, but there's still people who have mindsets, you know, from the 1950s who think that they should be able to tell me mm-hmm. what I can and cannot do with my body. And, and so, and we're inviting these people to have this conversation and we're not, you know, we're not forcing them or trying to, you know, um, I guess, moderate the conversation in a way that requires them to come in with an understanding of, of all the dynamics that are at play. And so that's why I think a lot of women come in, come into the conversation defensive off the, off, off top, Mm -hmm. because it's rare To have that kind of conversation and not have some man come along and say, I have equal say because it's my sperm. Mm -hmm. It's half of it. It's half of your DNA, half of my DNA. And so we're equally situated here. Mm -hmm. And even if, you know, that's not, you know, your intention, it is triggering. And it's triggering for reasons beyond just this particular conversation. It's triggering because as women, we're still trying to find some place of equality within the society and this is just one way of many where our power is taken away from us and we're expected to be you know these docile polite you know creatures as we you know address you know issues of our humanity Mm -hmm. and then god god help us if we come off as an angry black woman god help us if we don't get our words perfectly correct god help us if you know we have an attitude and we're frustrated and you know and and god help us if we don't acknowledge the women out there who are you know bad faith who are acting in bad faith towards men and who do try to take advantage or scheme the system or whatever else like there's so many rules for for us And, and and it's like if we don't say every little thing perfectly and have the you know do every little thing perfectly then the whole point is invalidated and we're just you know one more example of of women being terrible
0: right and And i want to be sure that i'm clear all men aren't going to respond like when when like when i read the thread and y'all was like you know men men don't have rights you know men's voice doesn't matter i considered all that which is why it never got personal for me i'm Mm -hmm. speaking about the men who already are broken outside of the conversation because here's the thing if everybody in the conversation is broken and you know sheree you're, you're a therapist so you could probably speak to this more but if everybody in the conversation is speaking from their brokenness pro- productivity is That's not right it's right out, it's out it's the not you know what i mean mm-hmm. and so yes the, the those men you know the men that are who don't have those type of traumas or the men who have healed from those type of traumas the the healthier men will always put the conversation in context Mm -hmm. and say no i know what she means because the healthier men are going to put in context when a man says something crazy it's like Mm -hmm. i know where he's coming from because because of the brokenness in him Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but it's like once we start And it's normal. Let me be, I want to be abundantly clear, right? Because we can see each other, but the podcast, they can't see me, right? So I want to be abundantly clear. Um, It is normal to get defensive when you're triggered or when a wound is hit. And now you're just focused on defending yourself. I'm 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 not saying any like you're a bad person for defending yourself in any, from, from whatever. But it does have a reality that that's the point where the conversation needs to stop um, because there's no more, it's not going to be productive. There needs to be, and we need to create, I will I would like to create avenues where we can have healing conversations across the board, Yeah, you know, um, so that we can kind of deal with the nuances, but let's deal with each individual traumas. And that's kind of out of the scope of this particular conversation. Mm -hmm. But it is to say, the reason why I support women's rights and a woman being able to choose is because I am, I deeply know the history, you know, of women Mm -hmm. being abused. I'm not a woman, but I mean, just reading, I mean, just read the Bible, right? You can see like, like, dang, it's, it's kind of crazy the things that women have to go through. So to get to a space now where they can make their own choices, I support that 1,000%. Mm-hmm. Um, I I don't support it to the point of the neglect of the man, but I support it in that the woman needs to make her own choices uh, because she never right. had a chance to do so.
4: I just I just wanted to speak to, to something that, that you said earlier. Um, and, and I love, I love, I love, how how you um sis how you um articulated from from the woman's perspective why why we want to make it very clear about the body discussion and about the pregnancy discussion um so i agree 100% with that and and i think that that is a very matter of fact thing for me it's just just it literally it gets put in her body and then it, it's her jurisdiction. But I do want to circle back and talk about what you said, um, Lawrence, about um, w- what is this, the phrase? Oh, the man's voice mattering. Men's voices matter, right? Not just when it comes to to pregnancy and parenthood but men's voices matter period i mean that's a whole thing that i think men don't realize their power i think i think men are so focused particularly on, black
0: men just want to throw yeah. that
4: particularly yeah. white men yeah. they know their
0: voice matters but well yeah, yeah you're right you're right men. that's
4: true that's true you're absolutely right you're absolutely right um um so so black men's voices matter and i think that men are so focused on the allure of a woman and and just how dope we are, right? That I think you guys think, okay, well, they have all the power because you know we're we're, we're doing stuff for them and and we want to be you know we want to be fly for them. We want to have money for them. Like like women have the power because they're the ones we're chasing after. Okay, I I, I hear that, but but you guys I, oftentimes and I and I say this you guys because I've had so many conversations with men where I've really had to educate them on the fact that like. You guys impact us so, like you, you're you are our leaders. we're all natural born leaders. Women are leaders too, but but in the male female dynamic, you guys have this inerrant leadership role it, just by being a man, like, and not even always in a romantic context. Just there's something about the male vibe that is very that that, that causes a woman to want to consider what is coming out of his mouth and what he what he is saying when he really takes on when he really embraces that that kingship that that leadership that authority that he's been given as a human being as and and as a male and as a specifically male human being. Um, I, like I said, women need to learn how to embrace that as well. That's a different conversation. But but talking about men. Um, your voices really do matter. Like I said, when it when it comes to considering abortion, if 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 you're expressing love and support and and whether it's co-parenting or or a relationship where we're gonna raise this child together, if you're really genuinely communicating that, um, or if you're genuinely communicating that I'm not gonna be involved and I'm not gonna. It, that impacts our decision tremendously. It doesn't determine it, right? Mm-hmm. If yeah, I decide yeah. I don't want this for my body or I decide I do want this, then I have the final say, of course. Absolutely. But, Absolutely. but, but that's what we're speaking to. We're speaking When we were talking about that conversation, we were speaking to jurisdiction. Whose mm-hmm. who's, is this to determine? 100% it's the woman's to determine. Yeah. But male voices matter. Period. When it comes to impacting our heart and our mind and our desire to do anything with you, mm-hmm. <laughs> whether that's sleep with you, be your friend, um, be your partner, or or be your your partner in parenting, uh, it, your voices very much do matter, and I think that that men don't realize that, and I and I do think that as a as a as a society collectively and as women and as men to each other, I think we all need to to do a better job of, of really helping men see the impact that you guys make on our on our lives and on our hearts and minds as women because it's 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 very high. Sometimes it's too high <laughs> right. Sometimes um often women get caught up in 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 uh, a man's perspective determining our decision when when we don't even consider what what, what, what how we feel about what mm-hmm. we want to do right. and and who we are and our value and all that kind of stuff. So so we can take it too far. But um, in a healthy context, um, even it, it's it still has tremendous weight and value.
0: Wow. And I want to I want to thank you for saying that, um, because everything you said is absolutely right. And me being a man, we do look at women like they have the power like that is something because most of what men do um and we're talking like we said in a healthy dynamic most of what men do is for the woman you know what i mean if women didn't care about hairlines barbershops would be completely out of business (laughs) Because it's it's an unnecessary thing for a man to, <laughs> you know, what I mean, I can just live my life, and so, and I mean, and it goes both ways, like you know, women, you know, that whole attractive dynamic that happened between men and women, it's a, it's a real thing, and mm-hmm. so, um, but when and and I to to speak to Kara's point because Kara is making a, a beautiful point in the privilege that men have, yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the the problem with privilege. Is when you when your privilege is removed, you start to feel like you're oppressed. Mm-hmm. And so there needs to be that that conversation that you're not oppressed; you just lost your privilege. That's right. not oppression, right? You know. And right. so to create balance in the conversation, that has to be said. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think i i i I believe that it is. We're getting to a point now where we can start having those real conversations about how to just respect each other as people, as men and women. Mm-hmm. Um, and for black men and women, I believe the black men and the black women have to find ways to work in harmony if we are going to because we have to unite to get all the rights and, and yeah. privileges that is due to us, right. considering our history globally. Right. Um, and so, you know, I know me personally, I've made it a personal um, assignment to kind of help raise up men to be men because everything you're saying about that masculine energy how it influences a woman is is all true i mean i don't have any pushback um i'll you know if we keep it in a healthy context i don't have any pushback but so many men um have they don't even know what it means to be a man let alone a masculine man and that's no excuse I'm not making any excuses I tell these men man up Um, but the the pastor in me also wants to be like you got hurt let's let's go over there and kind of deal with this yeah. hurt yeah. you know, that that you yeah. went through but you still need to you need to man up and man up is not to to be stubborn man up is not to be cold-hearted that's not manning up so let me teach you how to how to man up for real you know right. I, I i make that a personal responsibility of mine to help um, men in that um know. and th- there's even some men where i say uh you don't need to be dating at all now they look at me crazy because sex is such a powerful motivator i'm like the level of brokenness that you have if you continue to interact with strong women you're gonna feel like they're breaking you down more when you're mm-hmm. just mm-hmm. dealing with women who's not gonna take your crap, mm-hmm. you have crap. Mm-hmm. and so to preserve your own ego leave these women alone and work on yourself That's on you know what i mean and mm-hmm. and it's. it's I, I do believe a man has to do that because um, nine out of ten times when a man feels like he doesn't have a voice, it comes from interactions dealing with his mother. Oh. And when a man feels like his voice is the only, only thing that matters, it comes from an interaction with his father. Like in oh. some case. Like the oh. imbalance is because oh, yeah. he did not get that balance from home. You see mm-hmm, what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, and mm. so because we don't know each other from a can of paint, uh, we make decisions based on what we see, which is the worst thing to do. We find ourselves in very messy situations. Um, I think this conversation really helped bring the true intent in that um, men, we have to protect women because yeah. women have been neglected for so long. And so men, we have to protect women. I can't say that enough. And if men, speaking to the men, if you have been gone through things that make it difficult for you to protect women then seek the proper help yep. go to counseling go to therapy you're not whatever negative thing you think you are for needing therapy you are not that yeah the, the yeah. manliest thing you can do is go get the help to become yep. whole yeah because men need to protect women and me personally black men Need to protect black women
3: And it's such a conversation Mm -hmm. about Like you know submission and all That stuff which you know it's like that's another Conversation but it's I think it's very telling When you have people who You know have been injured Emotionally and dealing with all this stuff um, And they have these Insecurities and they want you know Someone to be you know empathetic And compassionate and you know to, To be considerate of, of their pain and what they've been through um, while simultaneously not being willing to create you know, a safe space for, you know, these people. And that's why I think the privilege aspect, particularly in the context of the black community is really important to understand, because I think that there's a lot of people who, who deal with both, right? Like you deal with being the person who does not have privilege in certain circumstances and you deal with being the person who does have privilege Mm -hmm. in circumstances. And I think in every situation, the people who have privilege, I think that you're the one, it's your responsibility to create the safe space. Mm -hmm. Because I I think you, you know, you're not dealing with the same level of trauma. And it's like you said, if everybody is dealing with trauma, you know, and we're all speaking from a place of pain, then we don't make a lot of progress. And so if if you have less trauma, Mm -hmm. then you have less to contend with. And so you should, you know, want to create that safe space. And so for this kind of conversation, I think if you're, you know, a man and you want your voice to be heard, I think that that starts by. Creating a safe space to listen, Absolutely. you know, creating a safe space for women to be able to say, like, this is why, you know, I'm so fiercely protective of myself and my body and why I don't feel, you know, safe. I don't feel I, I'm so I feel like I'm I have to be because nobody else is protecting me. I feel like I have to put all my my energy towards protecting myself, mm-hmm. which makes it extremely mm-hmm. difficult mm-hmm. to give you a safe space to voice you know, to share your opinions and, yeah. and, and for, me, for me to make you feel like your voice matters. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like, you know, if you are a man and you want to feel safe expressing yourself, I think the first step to that is creating a safe space for, you know, whatever woman in your life to be able to let her guard down. Because that is how you get, because, because I think a lot of strong women, I'm using quotes for the people who can't Mm -hmm. see a lot of strong women, you know, they lead with that because they don't feel safe letting their guard down. And and I think a lot of women deep down are very sensitive and nurturing and loving. And if you give them the space to be that, then they will. And and you will get the best of of femininity and everything, feminine energy and everything that comes with that. But if you put us in a situation where the only people who is going to look out for us is us, then you know you're going to get the 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 lion. You're going to get the mama bear. You're going to get the fighter, um, because nobody else is going to do it for us. And so I think if men, you know, lead if men i think if men lead with vulnerability they will find that they will receive vulnerability but when they lead with a false sense of strength yes yes and and you know trying to be like domineering or a false yeah. sense of or, or you know toxic masculinity instead of true you know masculine security
2: yeah
3: um then you reap what you sow mm. you get what you give and so and if you're going to be a leader and you want to be respected as one, then set set the right tone and, and see, you know, how the people around you react to that. Um, so, yeah, I think that 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 is important.
4: I love I love that statement you made. I'm I'm so going to use that. Um uh, you said if you're in in the position of privilege, it's your responsibility to create the safe space. And I, yeah. I, I love that as a general rule of thumb, right? Yeah,
3: like, I believe that. Um, I yeah,
4: yeah, and I think that I think that applies to like traditional categories of privilege that are just like, um, you know, whether you're a man or a woman, regard what your race is, what your you know physical ability is your social economic status is like those those different markers right i think it applies to that i think it also applies to your level of health right your yes, level of, yes. of lack of of triggers because you've dealt with stuff right so if you're if you're in a position where um you are the more emotionally healthy or capable person in a dialogue or in a relationship with a person, then I think you should take that into consideration and have um, cre- create that safe space where yeah. okay, you, you you know that. So I think I think I'm speaking to to women's role um, to to go along with what you did just now in speaking to men's role, right? So men have male privilege and they need to use that. Um, to create a safe space for, for us as women because of how society treats us. And I think similarly, oftentimes, not always, because um, just because you're a woman does not mean that you're emotionally healthy. However, I do think that our emotional capacity tends to be larger because we're just in the gym more, <laughs> expressing right. and, and uh, flexing the muscles of of emotions you know we 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 have society ha- while well, society hasn't created a safe space for us when it comes to our rights and our value and our, our autonomy society has created a safe space for us to emote for us to cry for us to true. talk with our girlfriends for us to have a soft side. And, and conversely, it has not created that safe space for men. And so when it comes to emotional expression and emotional capacity, I do think women have privilege, um, in that we have more experience with that and, and we have, um, where we're more allowed to, to do that. So because of that, I think that we can create a, a safe space for men Um, given that that's our privilege, we can create a safe space for them to express, to have emotions, you know, you're not... Uh, a a bitch ass nigga just because you have feelings like that's ridiculous, exactly. right? And so creating a safe space where they where they genuinely feel like they can be a whole human and being a whole part of being a whole human is having emotions Having feelings being able to express yourself So I think I like that as a rule of thumb is you know when, Whenever yeah. you're in the position of privilege whenever you're in a position of of expertise or, or whatever It's your job to create a space for, yeah. for everyone else.
3: I agree with that. I think that that's that that's fair in terms of women having the emotional leg up generally speaking and creating that safe space
0: you know that that's really how i interpret the text where it says uh in the bible where it talks about the stronger catering to the weaker Mm. i I always look at that as the the one who is in a position of power or privilege catering to the one who is not i never looked at it like stoic or strict strength versus weak you know Mm -hmm. uh, you know you know with the language being so different you know i think we have to learn how to apply those principles accordingly and where you are in a position of power um without going you know into my little preaching bag but when i uh, when i talk about gentleness i say the reason why being gentle is one of the aspects of the fruit of the spirit because what gentle actually is is controlled strength like, mm-hmm. if you can't be gentle unless you're mm-hmm. strong, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And so gentleness is controlled strength. And so learning how That's to good. be yeah. gentle, you know, is something that all of us need to learn. You know, yeah, that, you know wherever yeah. our strengths are, then uh-huh. all right. I'm strong here. They're not strong here. So let me practice gentleness, yeah, right? Um, that's good. You know, in in all those arenas. I actually did a whole series on masculine and feminine energy in the Friday Experience. It's a five part series.
4: Ooh, so, gotta look that
0: up. You guys are saying everything that I. So it just makes <laughs> me feel good. Like, how I was on it again.
4: Right, you, <laughs> you really are. <laughs> no, that is a good feeling when things come yeah. full circle. Because truth is is truth, and so it's going to show up. You know, in right. different. Right. Yeah, that's great. And that's
3: why I think these conversations are important, and why like I think so much gets lost on social media because mm-hmm. like you you know you it you I'm not having two hours worth of dialogue <laughs> right. on a right. Facebook comment thread right like, right it, it, right right that's not happening and, so, and on top of that you can't have you know you don't have tone and mm-hmm. you know whatever else and so mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. it's really important you know for us to just talk to each other I think yeah. um, getting off of you know, the comment section and actually engaging with people in real life about these kinds of topics, I think allows us to get, you know, just like more context and and more perspective and to be able to, to, I think it's easier to not get defensive Yeah. Yeah. when, because it's easier like you're talking to a person right Mm -hmm. it's not just Mm -hmm. typing words into a computer Mm -hmm. it's seeing a face it's easier to be empathetic it's easier to be compassionate it's easier to be gentle to check your tone and to remember that you're talking to a real live human being Mm -hmm. um and and not some person who because i think like we we lose our humanity right Mm -hmm. like you're not just a face behind a computer but you're you know a inanimate person with an idea that i don't like and so (laughs) like you're in your humanity everything else is reduced down to this Mm. idea that i don't like and i'm gonna attack that with full force because i don't have an appreciation for the person that's attached to it Mm -hmm. um and so i think we need to especially within the black community um you know because there's black twitter and you know that we're all over social media having these conversations but losing each yeah. other's humanity yeah. in the process and so i think we gotta you know get off the computer get off the the screen and and actually talk to each other and hear each other's voices and yeah. speak life into each other to see yeah. the change that we want to see
4: yeah yeah i'm thankful for this conversation for the exact same reason it's funny because when i was in the thread and um the thread with you and you were just like okay i was like dang it i wish we were in person because like <laughs> it's not i feel like he's like like tapping out because it's just like it's it's back and forth on social media but i'm like i know this dude like I, if we dialogue then i can understand where right. coming from. Right. And, and this conversation has been just that it's, it's been it's been fruitful in ways i didn't even anticipate it being fruitful for me so i appreciate yeah. you setting this up this is this is good yeah
3: because i don't think that i don't think your perspective is wrong same Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate and I, I
0: knowing both of you, that's why I want to have this conversation. I I wanted to uh to create that space where we can flush it out. Um, because I, I do pay attention to nuance, but nuance is very hard to type. It's very hard All to right. type. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so um I appreciate both of you and your perspectives. I, I appreciate um both of you um always standing up for women. Mm -hmm. um and never backing down regardless of the the situation or the the platform but always standing up for women and women's rights uh we need that you know and women need it obviously more than men do because when women see women standing up for them um it does something to the community i i do believe in sisterhood i really do um just as much as i believe in brotherhood i believe Mm -hmm. when women come together and strengthen one another because there's just certain things Men can give women a lot, but there's certain things they can only get from other women mm. and finding women that are safe, finding women that are, you know, uh, strong, finding women that are relatively healthy. Cause we all got our baggage. Um, I think, I think it's important. I really do. And so anytime, any opportunity i get to highlight strong beautiful women i'm taking advantage of Mm. it, uh you know and so i really appreciate you guys i i knew we were gonna end good because we're awesome people (laughs) 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 um and and i'm glad we were able to flush out what we meant by rights and you know what we mean by voice Mm -hmm. what we mean by even ideal um and we even brought it to a place where where we can be more responsible and that's really if there's a takeaway point it is that we, as grown adults, we all wanted to be grown when we were 9, 10, 11, right? <laughs> <laughs> as grown adults, there comes a responsibility yeah. that yeah. we have to own. Yeah. And, um, and we don't own that. The reality is that we don't own that responsibility. It hurts us mm-hmm. more than it hurts anybody else. It hurts us. And mm-hmm. so, mm-hmm. have your fun. Live your life. Mm-hmm. Do you, but be responsible yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Because one of my definitions of freedom is having the best things in life without any other negative consequences.
4: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's good. Oh, oh to, to piggyback off a um, uh, definition. So I heard it. I, I can't take credit for this. I heard it was this guy on YouTube and he gave an amazing definition for responsibility. Really simple. He was saying responsibility isn't about like obligation or duty. It's the ability to respond. And it's, Mm -hmm. it's that simple, but, but it's powerful. Like Mm -hmm. having the ability to decide how I'm going to respond. And it's what we've been talking about choice really. Right. So I, I, how am I going to respond to this? That, that carries weight, right? That's my, I have a responsibility. I have an ability to respond to this. However I see fit. What am I going to do with that?
0: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. That's good.
4: That's profound. That's
0: good. Well, ladies, I thank you. Uh before we get off, how can they find you if they want to link up with you? Some social media handles, what what y'all got? Websites, put it out there. This is your chance. (laughs)
3: Uh, my all of my socials are um at Cara Marie Young. Um the church website again is www.theoneworldchurch.com. I'm on the Troublemakers podcast with Lawrence and some other of our friends um, where we talk about spirituality and all of that stuff. That is on all uh, podcast streaming platforms. And um, oh, and the One World Church on Instagram is One World Church. Um, know the in front we try to um you know just share some inspiration motivation stuff um to keep you going throughout your week so if you are interested in that go follow awesome, awesome. go ahead
4: so um my personal is um sheree mcdole at right? sheree mcdoll c-h-e-r-i-m-c-d-o-l-e personal Pretty boring right now. Um, my main focus is the the nonprofit, Room 116. And so, how you can find us on Instagram is Room 116 Connect. So, R O O M 116 C O N N E C T. And the website is room116.org. Um, we are located in Los Angeles. And if you want to connect with us in person, um, you can definitely do so um, in LA. And as we continue to grow, um, we will be coming to a city near you in coming years. Um, but, yeah, that's where we're at right now is in Los Angeles. And so um, on social media, you can connect with us. You can support us. You can engage with us um, from a distance. But, yeah, definitely if you're local, we want to connect with you and, and really impact your life in person.
2: That's
3: I awesome. will be in there. Woo! Oh, I'm on YouTube, too. I forgot. Kara, K A R A, M. Young, why are you? (laughs) (laughs) You just search (laughs) it, type that in the YouTube search bar, and all my videos and my channel will come up. And I talk about my life, my family. Um, I'm going to be shifting more towards like a spiritual um, and just like. Informational focus moving forward I'm still going to share stuff about me and my life But um, I think that Just how we process information um, And uh, I think even just like these conversations And how, how the process And how you can go about having these healthy Conversations and wow, thinking wow. outside of the, the The box and sharing You know alternative perspectives um, I think that that is going to be More of the primary focus moving Forward so nice. Yeah. That is healing. Awesome growth accountability
0: <laughs> that's what we're about and you know i want y'all to know that uh all of you are just living out the philosophies of the friday experience or uh, the friday experience is living out you guys' philosophy so we're definitely one in spirit you know um showing how to be autonomous and still united i i love what we're doing yeah and so same this won't be a last time for us to get connected. You know, Car, I see you all the time, so right. <laughs> you know. uh but Cherie definitely we're gonna uh stay connected and get connected yeah, and man. Do more things. Let me know. I'm I'm with it. Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> man how y'all feeling man how you think we did how you think we ended i think we did a phenomenal job thank you Kara. thank you Sharif, for having this conversation with me let me know your thoughts let me know what you're thinking um i thought we ended well man man we have a voice you hear that we have a voice our voice Matter so no matter what you've been through No matter what um, type of situation You're in just know that your voice Matters and it is important That men get the healing That we need so that we can be The men that we need to be for our queens I um, mean likewise queens uh, You matter to us And sometimes we fail at showing how important you are, how valuable you are. But the relationship between a man and a woman is extremely important. So, guys, let's just do what we can to heal. Let's do what we can to listen. Let's do what we can to really uplift one another because we are all that we got. I hope you enjoy your Super Bowl Sunday. I hope you are enjoying Black History Month. And I will catch you guys next week. Peace.
2: Be started to calm on my mama, she knows best Fight for the daily departed, God is the armor, we so blessed from a certificate of merit down to a felony. For one's actions and deeds, justice is the reward of penalty. Your pants too tight, tight. It's been part of the plan, fool. It fed around and made the demasculization a man call. Appreciate my pop, never stop to the death of me. Wages to be men, and I'll never disgrace our legacy. Following trends that don't make us men is the recipe. To care for your woman, your mother, for children is the recipe.